YouTubers and friends, how are all of you doing tonight? I am doing absolutely fabulous. And we have Daniel with us from Coin Help You. I know, another finger of the treasure hat in hand. And things are going to work a little backwards tonight because we only have Daniel for about a half hour or so tonight. So don't go away. 
We'll be right back. Hey, YouTubers and friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Tuesday Night Hangout Live with Toledo Jess, Gano, the Treasure Vixens, and I. Already? Oh, yeah, Super Chat. Anything inappropriate. Oh, man. Inappropriate. There's a new Super Chat <laughs> thing. I'm Dark being good. It. <laughs> I'm not worried bad. about you, Daniel. It's those three. <laughs> we aren't bad. <laughs> no. I have over 500 videos now, so I've I've learned to behave <laughs> <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> oh, I I hear you there. I hear you there. You, uh, you nobody learn... has ever seen my outtakes. Um... <laughs> oh, I I know every creator in this audience along with us. Uh, we have tons of. Uh, bloopers and outtakes and stuff that uh, no one will ever see. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, I didn't do that. Thanks for the super chat in vain. Thank you, Joel. Thanks, Joel. What's up? Oh, yeah, super chat. So let's get right into this, Ed. Uh, let me address Joel for a second. Okay. Uh, you're more than welcome, Joel, for joining us at this year's Flash or uh, Gold Rush Days uh, here in beautiful Butler, Ohio. It was great <laughs> having you on the river with the dudes. The dudes. Thank you for the three ninety nine super chat, by the way. Um, our guest is Dan. I'm gonna pin him up so he could tell us all about his coin shop his channel and maybe a little bit a little bit a little bit of history about him and yeah so you know it's all yours daniel so Hello, daniel my turn to talk <laughs> yeah. yes go ahead you can talk i'll be quiet all right anyways thanks for having me i You're appreciate welcome. the opportunity to be able to talk with everybody and to, for you to share me here on the channel and, and give me a, a little soapbox for a little bit um yeah i do own a coin shop but i could go back to um as i was telling them, i grew up uh basically buying and selling whatever i could buy and sell growing up marbles coins uh, the first coin I ever handled that I remember, I was three years old and uh, it was a Morgan dollar and dad was showing me how to handle the coin. You know, you hold it by the rims. So that kind of made an impression on me. So I've always loved Morgan dollars. It's been one of my favorite uh, coins since. Of course, I love all coins. Um, I actually started a website. It was called Coin Help at the beginning. It was Coin Auctions Help because I sold on eBay for a number of years and online and saw a lot of fraud, a lot of salted rolls a lot of um you know fake coins and things like that and i thought well i needed to start a website to warn people i don't know why i've had this passion to keep people from getting ripped off but i have and it's kind of propelled me to uh, facebook groups that i started and then to this youtube channel well i mean if you think about it if if there's a lot of fraud going on you know you're that looks bad for the industry yeah you know especially like with you you got a a brick and mortar store where you feeling that it makes it look bad you know uh, so yeah I, it, I can see why you would want to teach people to do that I've, the, the, I've, I've never really got into coins myself but you know I know Daniel 
Dano up here, he loves coins, man. Hello, Dick on Dime Hunter. See him. It's trying to. I like to say hi to some people in the chat, so if I can see him. In well, there. We, oh, we, yeah, we, by we, all means. You, we yeah, so usually, usually we take like the first 15 minutes to a half hour before we even bring in our guests, just saying Do hi that. to all the Flash fam and <laughs> everything and saying what happened over the weekend. And Right, but we wanted to get you because we got you for a short amount of time, so we wanted to make sure we got you in here. They, first, they so could hear about all the chaos and uh, all the happenings of this weekend. All the shenanigans. Yeah, the shenanigans. <laughs> uh, there were a few of those. I, I will say, I, I, I went to college. I was going to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. and I went four years. And uh, during that time, that was whenever, um, well... <laughs> uh i kind of got a little wild i guess you say when the party grunge was out big time nirvana and i wanted to have a good time the next thing you know i'm not really paying attention to college like i should i guess i did but i'd end up dropping out so i did drop out and i but i always had that i wanted to teach so that's another thing i i know that i'm never going to stop fraud i'm never going to stop counterfeits but right. if i can teach people to avoid them then you've done your job. You're not going to stop them. But yeah. people right, or at least make them aware that yeah. it's there and, you know, some of the things they can look for. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, just kind of an awareness thing. Right. Um, you know, I, I was raised in church. My dad's a preacher. I always felt like everybody should be honest. And, of course, I was naive enough to think everybody was when I was growing up. You know, but you learn the hard way, you know. Yeah, we all go and, through that phase. <laughs> yeah, and, and when you start on eBay back in the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, you know, I was of, of the mind that if someone's selling something online, they're describing it as it is. It's probably what it is, right? I mean, okay, so I bought some rolls of unsearched rolls. Well, they were supposed to be unsearched. So I opened them up, and, man, there's a couple of nice ones on the end and all junk in the middle, and I thought, this dude got me. <laughs> I was like, what? So it, after it, we, we it was started, obvious, huh? Yeah, and here I was, you know, I'm used to looking through coins that we buy. I mean, I, you know, you never really thought you go to someone, we used to go to someone's house, me and dad, and he would let me help him with the appraisal or whatever. And we'd go home and I couldn't wait to look through the coins and try to find some, something good. So dad would think a lot of me would be impressed with me. I always wanted to impress dad. I always wanted sure. to be like that. Sure. You know, and it, it's uh, one of those things where I never thought that I went to someone's house that they was going to sell us something as coin dealers that was not what it was supposed to be so when i get on ebay and i'm thinking that same thing you know of course i'm in my late 20s early 30s at the time you know but I, like i said i always wanted to be like dad and that's another reason i mean my dad's here at the shop and he'll be 86 and this week and my dream was always to have a coin shop with dad you know and i finally yeah. got there you know? awesome and we have a, a really good time here together and he's one of my best friends so you know, it's it's something to think, you know, he's, he's 86 years old and and he gets to sit here and work. He calls me, I'm the boss. I'm not the boss. I'm the team leader. <laughs> I'll be my dad's boss. Who's your dad's boss? <laughs> yeah. I, how do you boss your dad? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do you yeah, do that? No doubt. <laughs> I mean, he, he's the kind of guy, though, he respects what I have here, what I've done. You know, I own it 100%. It's all mine. Right. Nobody else's. You know, so whatever happens here, it's up. It's on my shoulders. You know, I have to make it work. Right, right. That's cool. That's cool. Mm -hmm. So he I understands saw, that. I, I know we were, he, go ahead. 
I was gonna say, I mean, he instilled a, a very uh, hard work, hard work ethic in me, and uh, always worked overtime, always provided for us. I mean, you know, he's the greatest, and I can't give him enough kudos. <laughs> but I, can, I am who I am today because of him, so I can't leave him out of the equation. I think that working, our, I mean, it would be a dream come true to be able to work with my dad. So yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a uh, that's a rarity for sure to be able yeah. to be I mean, to have him in your life. To have him in, in your life at his age is, is a blessing. That's oh, that in no itself is a blessing. No doubt. You still get around pretty good and yeah, I mean he does. We still go fishing every Thursday night. We go down to the dairy bar and go fishing after we close the shop. And uh yeah, we sit here all day and joke and go through coins. And he's like, Well, what do you need me to do now? And I'll say, Well, I got these coins to go through. And he'll, he'll count them out for me and he'll give me a 90. I give he gives me 90% counts at the end of the day and says, this is how much you got. And, you know, and he, he just organizes the, we, we buy a lot of things at the coin shop. We get what we call junk. It's not really junk, but it's basically your low premium or HSN stuff that's plated and it'll come in in a big old box and we'll go through it. And it takes us two hours to do something. We'll only make payback probably a couple hundred dollars on, but that'll go through it and organize it. And we've got, we're starting to do mystery boxes on the website now. So we let go of that. We call it the scratch and dent lots. And we're honest, what's in those lots? You'll get maybe a clean coin, but you're going to get some nice stuff and guaranteed it's worth more than what, I think $99. I'm making them worth at least $125. So that when you get it, you get on eBay, you can see that it's, so people don't feel like I'm, I'm ripping them. Like, I am yeah, trying to unload stuff though. I mean, I have to admit it. I got to unload some of this, but they are good lots and they're fun to look through with grandkids or kids. Yeah. Now, I, I have a question from a member of the community in our chat, uh, our friend Bill, Ohio Relic Hunter. Uh, what's your opinion on Doug coins compared to non-Doug coins? You mean, I guess that's kind of a, a question that you have to answer. Is it copper? Is it silver? Is it corroded, pitted? Um most coins coming out of the ground are going to have an issue environmental damage or something right right oh absolutely so, so I, I have found coins are. that didn't have that kind of damage um if you hit it with the shovel you know it's, it's going to be damaged but right. um, i don't i think that they're just fine i find that i there's a lot of coins that people have found in the ground or in cans or around a house that end up in the coin shop or in someone's collection uh, so i think they're just as collectible as long as you can read the date and tell what kind it is. Yeah. If that's what you meant by that, if you want to clarify uh, a little more uh, on the question. Uh, is that what you meant by Bill? <laughs> well, in that in that in that line of uh, the you know found uh, coins you know, like from exacting um, as opposed to a, a collector a collection of coins does the type and age of the coin make it more worth than it, it than its condition you know the fact that it's a a beat up old you know condition 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 right are you talking something like a 1901s barber quarter or something like that i mean no, i'm thinking more like you know some uh an older colonial coin or something like that like the Nova, Nova, right? Constellatio. I have one, or a Fugio Sand, or something like that. Yeah. I'm not a coin collector, so I'm, you know, I, like I, I'm just trying to to understand uh, 
if well, I've got a really old coin that I found metal detecting, that's like a, a old rare coin, but it's damaged because of environmental damage. And is that going to affect it over the value of the the rarity and oldness of the coin? Yeah, it, it would actually, um, uh, because you've got comparisons to coins that are not problem coins. Let's okay. say if you do find a few in or you do find a Constellatio or whatever, um, those coins are going to be uh, damaged to a point from the environment or whatever. Right. You also have examples that are not. So they're going to be more desirable the less damage they have. Gotcha. Uh, problem coins, problem-free coins, they'll still have a value to them, but any problem coin is going to have less of a value. Now, maybe you found it and it's just as valuable to you as any of them because you found it. I mean, that's okay too. But if you're selling it on the market, then it's going to go for less because of the problem it has. Okay. But, but so you know, like honestly, I can't say condition, condition, condition. It, it is, but you know, your coppers are really rough. The ground's really rough on copper. Copper is real reactive. We know that. Right. If it's right. a silver coin, it doesn't look that bad. It has a nice eye appeal to it. Sometimes it can still have the same value as a coin that's not problem. It may okay. even get problem free if it's a silver coin that wasn't in soil that had a lot of alkalinity. I mean, you know, you guys probably know a little bit more about that than I do. I'm not an expert on that part of it, but I do know the soil mixtures can have different effects on coins. Yeah, and right. some have little effect on coins. Yeah, uh, silver that is, and gold coins especially. You know, usually you find a gold coin, you're in there. <laughs> well, yeah, that one day coin. maybe. Uh, <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know we've only got a limited amount of time. Have you ever um, gotten a super rare coin, maybe a bucket list find for you? Do you have a few? Um, it's kind of hard to exp I, I have had coins that I would not I guess you considered a bucket list coin would be like a, a 93s Morgan dollar, but um, I guess I'm not really sure if I have a bucket list coin. Um, I like a pine tree shilling. I love those. So that would be kind of maybe a bucket list coin, a 1793 um, large cent. But see, I'm exposed to those coins so much. I go to the coin shows that I could get one if I wanted to, but I'm not trying to collect. I really don't want to this coin shop. Well, Because, you know, I basically um, bought my partner out in January this year. And I've took it to another level with my channel and with all the promotion and things that I've done, it's really grown. And I, I just want to, in the future, I will eventually probably own those two coins. I would like to have them. I almost pulled the trigger at the Sharonville show. <laughs> almost got me a 1793 large cent. <laughs> just about. So uh, do you, you consider coins to be an investment or, or more of a, a hedge on inflation? Actually, um, I don't consider coins an investment at all. Okay. I do know that if, okay, I guess this is the thing. Well, if, because some people do well collect for that reason, right? Yeah, they do. But I tell them that, you know, that's a bonus if it happens to go up in value because there's no guarantee. So I can't say it's an investment because it's not really right. like the stock market. If right. you want to invest in something, invest in the, buy your futures and options or buy paper ETFs, silver and gold. I mean, that, that's something you put in, you're paying exactly what the melt is. And if it goes up, then you have made some money. If it goes down, you haven't. If you buy silver or gold coins or bullion, you're paying a premium. Now, there's nothing wrong with that as long as you understand that there's no guarantee you're going to get a return. 
Right. That's what I have to want to. I'd have to tell people that people you're like you're a coin dealer. Why would you want people not to buy? Uh, if I don't, I'm not telling you not to buy. Right. I'm not going to tell you to buy it and it's going to go up in value. I'm not going to lie to people. I'm not going to try to hoodwink anybody. It is what so it is. Right. So if you were looking at gold and silver as investment, right? You would buy what bars? No. If if I was looking at it as an investment, I'd probably get in the stock market side of it, the paper side of it, and I would hedge out against the stuff that I have a premium in or whatever. I mean. You, but you know, as well as I do, I mean, here, since we're talking about coins, let's just go with the silver pandas. People like the silver pandas. Oh, yeah. I hear they're very popular. You know, and, and they are nice coins, and they sell for a premium. But if this coin has the little panda on it, a lot of people like the cub on the coin. So it typically goes for a couple more dollars. But it's not going to uh, increase in value unless silver goes up a lot. Now, mm -hmm. if I bought this coin less than a year ago, um, I remember I did a video after the last Kona show that I sold some rounds for less than melt, barely less than melt to a dealer. I think silver was at 18. And I thought, man, I, I just can't believe where it's going. Now I can get over spot for those $5 over spot for a silver round, a generic. So it, it is what it is. I mean, hopefully this market that we're seeing right now, hello, Lincoln Central Coins. The market we're seeing now, hopefully it stays this way and it slowly keeps increasing, but we don't know right. what's going to happen. We're on new right. ground with this COVID. We really are. I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, I know what's going to happen. I don't. But right. anyways, I do have another silver around here. This is, this is stuff I bought today. Whoops. That Somebody a beaver? And it's in Australia. Um, oh, it's a kangaroo. Yeah, they had the year of the monkey or the... the they did it for calendar years, like the, yeah. the monkey and the mouse and all that. And then here's the rooster. It's the oh, nice. Oh, that was cool. You know, and I actually I like this kind of stuff, but I'm not going to sell to someone and say, "Man, you need to buy this now because man, this is going to really be worth something in the future." You don't know that, right? You know, there's just no way. You know, I would rather have like I was showing you before. Here's another Morgan. I'd rather have one of these myself. Dirty. I mean, that's a real nice. Now, it's graded 64, but boy, it's a good. I like the little peripheral toning it has on it. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. Just let me know if these aren't focusing or you guys can't see it. I'm not used oh, to these cameras. Uh oh. Sometimes I don't know if it's focused or not. It, it didn't focus that time. It didn't. Not on the back. It did on the face. No, it did, it did on, on the face, but not on the back. See if it'll. There, there it is. is. Oh, it's New Orleans. Orleans. And that's one of my oh, favorite yeah. looks on a on a silver dollar. I like that look. A little peripheral toning on it, but it still has a lot of the bright whiteness to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought it was kind of pretty myself too, but to have the the different different colors on there versus just that high shine. Yes, and usually you know that's a coin that's never been dipped. More than likely. Um, not that there's anything wrong with lightly dipping a, a mint state coin um, that can help it. But then if it's already cleaned, it'll look clean. And that's what you have to know. You have to know if that coin's clean before you do it. I hear a lot of people saying, nope, you're running the coin because they look cleaned afterwards. No, you can tell they're dipped because I have the experience with that. But as far as um, the coin being clean, PCGS will still grade it as problem free. Um, someone asked me here, would you sell a 2019 reverse proofs or hold them? I sell all my coins, <laughs> but for a collector, um, I would um, probably, I, it depends on when you bought it and, and how much you paid for it. If you got it from the U.S. Mint, 
hang on to it. It's not going to go down in value. I think at this point, they're pretty much settled out and they are what they are. Uh, unless they come out with more of them, which they're not, you know, obviously, you know, I think there was a little blurb where everybody got a text that the U.S. Mint had some more available and everybody got on there and it was all sold out again. So I don't know if they sold a couple more or what happened. Yeah. But there we're talking about is. the 2019 reverse enhanced proofs here, the ones that were only 30,000 minutes. I don't know if you all know about that or not. I don't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they released the, the Silver Eagle. It was a proof, enhanced reverse proof. And they released it as 30,000. And when it went on sale noon, I had my phone and my computer. I was trying to get one. Everybody's trying to get one. And they we literally, their servers just, they couldn't keep up with the bandwidth capacity. And mm -hmm. everybody was kind of upset that they didn't get one. But there was only 30,000. And there's probably about, you know, 100,000 people trying to get them. So, yeah, it was. What made it so special? What, the fact that it was a low mintage and people love Silver Eagles. Silver Eagles are one of the most popular bullion coins ever, probably the most popular bullion coin. And with that coin being popular like that, and then you come out with a low mintage special finish on a proof, and everybody thought it was going to be like the 1995, which was also another one that's only has a low mintage. I think 33,000 or 30,000 in that range. And it came with the gold set. I wish I had one I could show you guys. I don't have one. Um, one of the sets, but no one thought the 95W was going to do that. They didn't think it was going to be go to $2,000 and it did. Yeah. You know. Per coin? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> now, just think if you found one of the, several of those in a, in a safe, someone couldn't get open and they threw it over that bridge and your magnet got a hold of it. That'd be, that'd be some real treasure. I don't even know what to do with myself about if that actually happened. I, I don't even, that's crazy. Yeah, I've always, uh, okay. I have um, a story then. <laughs> Stories are always good. about coins? Sure. I had a, someone gave me a copy out of a book. Now I can't make, think the name of the book now. It's been years ago. And Oh, okay. What is a brown Ike? A brown Ike. Um, well, I don't have one on my desk here, but it's an Ike that comes in a brown box. It's like a GSA holder and it's a proof. It's a 40% silver proof. They come in this a brown box. That's why they call them that. And they come in what, what the Morgan dollars look like in a GSA holder. So anyway, um, what I was going to say is it, it showed in my area, there was supposed to be this road um, that uh, a guy that retired took his whole life savings and bought 30 gallons of silver dollars from the bank buried them in this little hollow and they don't call it that name it was like prickly ash road they don't call it that anymore and no one lives there anymore all the houses that were there because i found some land plots are not there anymore and i think i think i found the area that it was in and of course it flooded on him and all of his markers were gone. It filled in with mud. They had a big flood. Of course, the 37 flood, I think it was. It's one of those floods uh, back in the you know, early days. And no one's ever found it that we know of. And that story intrigued me enough to where I've been out there multiple times thinking, man, where is it? Is it here? You know, I'd like to find all those silver dollars, you know. So have, have I don't any, know if it's in Ghana. Anyone been recovered? Uh, that I know of, I don't, I've never heard of anyone recovering it. You know, mm. I don't know. But those are the kind of stories like you talked about. You never know. I mean, they drained a, a local lake uh, to fix the dam back about 10 years ago, maybe 15. 
and I went down to walk around and there was a safe setting where it was at the bottom. Someone had stole the safe off someone, opened it up and then threw it in the lake on their way out because it was right by the road there. Then there was an old toolbox and a guy was like walking with his dog and he said, man, I tried to get that open. I don't know if there's something in that one compartment. Well, boy, I went out in that mud and ripping that thing open. <laughs> nothing, nothing but water, <laughs> water and rust all over my hands and mud. <laughs> it's all part of treasure hunting, right? Hey, I, it is, man. I got it in my blood too. I, I it, it, it's that thing that'll, that'll make you pull over and see what's in that bag. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what though? The only people who find the treasure are the people that will get in there and go look for it. So. Well, that's true. Yeah, or you can just be walking along the trail and find the saddle ridge hoard right beside your legs. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, the, that's like winning Powerball ten times or something. I mean, right, man. Yeah. I know this. If I find a tin can full of golden eagles in California, when you're out there, when we're out there, I'm not telling nobody. Well, no, they were found. Tom's gold dirt. Look what he, he said. That old man said, I bet I can get him to look silly and get all dirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, it works. <laughs> I was the fool. <laughs> I wouldn't have been the fool if there was a gold coin in there. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, not at all. Even if there was a silver dollar. <laughs> I wouldn't even complain if there was 75 cents. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, hey, treasure's treasure. Treasure, that's right. Treasure's treasure. Has anybody here metal detected and started finding a bunch of quarters and dimes and nickels where someone dumped out their um, uh, change thing out of their car? Coin spill. I did it. I thought I was hitting the mother load. <laughs> and it was a bunch of state quarters. And I was like rubbing it off. I was like, these aren't silver quarters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I used to metal detect. Dad used to take me metal detecting um, to the parks and we would find old cars and pennies and right and my dad literally used to i used to dig my dad would take me out and i just want to dig i love to dig in the dirt so he would take me out and he'd be like oh be careful you got to put that back the way it, you got to be careful because you won't be able to come down here anymore but i would always want to dig well he there was a person that passed away locally the family said we've got a map of all of the silver jar, jars of silver we found all of it but we can't find this so here's the map go out back or wherever you and if you find it you can keep it so dad and this is a true story now the there's apartments over it right now dad goes after the metal detector and he keeps hitting it he didn't take me with him this time so he didn't have his digger with him so he keeps digging down and he keeps hitting pipes they were old galvanized pipes he gave up he said i'm done so uh, one of the contractors come in uh, one of the local guys the real estate he bought it they went just underneath to get all that old plumbing up and clipped the top off all those jars of silver oh. i said dad you know i would have dug if you would have was that i was only like 11 years old i said now you know we would have got that i would have yeah. dug below those pipes i would have tried to dig the pipe out of the ground literally and i wouldn't have right. been in the park where i had to worry way. about it i think i would have found it <laughs> so uh when, when you talk about the education that you're doing uh, do your videos include videos on how to identify fraud? You, I have a lot of videos on that. I actually have videos that show some things on Etsy, things on eBay, 
Uh, I actually did a little bit of an investigation. Someone else gave me some information to show someone who literally bought coins, Morgan dollars, the, the CCs, put them in the roll. And, and we saw them on the end rolls they were selling later on. Some people use different accounts on eBay. So they'll buy like whatever coins they can get for deals, uh, key dates. Then they'll buy a bunch of junk. They'll stick the junk in the middle and put the good coins they bought on the end rolls and then say it's unsearched. Well, they put the rolls together. So I right. found, we've got the evidence. I put it in a video, uh, the evidence that someone did that. So I yeah, we do. I do stuff like that. Yeah, that yeah. you're willing to call people out. That's great. That's that's a good way to help prevent it. Yeah, and I really, I have a lot of videos on HSN too. I point out some of the lies that are told on that channel as well. That's <laughs> that's really, man, that's something else when he tells everybody that uh, a piece dollar was actually had a melt value of $50 at one time. You know, it would have silver would have had to have been at sixty dollars an ounce to for sixty some dollars. I think I figured for it to be fifty dollars melt, and it never was that high. I mean, it, if you want to look at the what they say for inflation adjusted, but it, it, you, you, it wasn't worth that back then. It never was worth fifty. Right. It might be. It might have been worth. No, it couldn't have been. It's still an ounce, right? Well, I mean, it's ninety percent silver, so you're looking at 0.725 times right. whatever melt is. You know, so yeah. So it's not even really an ounce. I mean, right, right now, I think melt right. value is like 20 bucks in 2021 20, or something like that, I think, right now. Of course, it went down to that. I don't know what silver uh, is lately. I haven't checked it when it closed today. But I know um, it was down around $26. Oh, was it? Yeah, and that's another thing. It's hard to buy in a market when it's dropping. It's easy to buy when it's going up. But when it starts dropping, you're like, okay, what do I pay people? Because here I paid them a dollar or two over melt. Now I'm right. wanting to pay a melt because it's dropping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's because I have regular customers. And I, one thing about online, it seems like I have, I mean, I have some customers who sell to me and they become my friends and they literally understand my business and they want to support it. So they make sure that when they sell it to me, they understand that what I have to make. Right. And I've had a couple of people. Um, one guy, he sent me some pictures yesterday in an email and he said, I need to make a down payment on something. So I want to sell these Morgan dollars and there were CCs. They were graded Carson city. Morgan dollars are rare when they're in mint state, they're worth several hundred dollars and up. And I told him, I said, well, let me just tell me what you want for these. And let me see if I can meet you in the middle or, you know, whatever it might be. And he gave me his quote, which was under what I would have paid him. So I told him, I said, you know, I'll pay you this much. I said, that's, that's more than fair what you wanted. I said, but I want to pay you this much. So I offered him my offer. You know, which that works out. I love when I can do offers like that because you, you hate when someone thinks they walk out and you don't, you can tell they're not really happy. And I tell right. them, don't sell to me if you're not happy. Please do not. Right. I, said, I don't need the guilt trip. On my, I do. I feel bad because I don't. Want, <laughs> I, I know it's strange to hear a coin dealer say that, but I really don't want people walking out of here thinking I didn't give them a, a, a fair shake on their coins. Most people think that I'm fair. They, they say that they come to my shop and they say, I was told to come to you because you are really good and you're honest. And that's no. worth more than all the gold, silver I got, man. I mean, it's worth it. I, that means more to me than anything. And that's, so, that's I'm oh. genuine with that, man. That's what I love. My name's worth more than my coins. <laughs> so if I walk into a coin shop, I say, I, I'm, I'm interested. I want to start collecting coins. I walk into a coin shop. How do I know if I'm in a reputable, uh, let's just say, you know, the coin shop, down the street he's been around for a while you know seems like a good guy but you don't really know and you don't know coins you don't know what kind of businessman he really is how do i know 
that when I walk in there, I'm going to at least get a fair deal and not get ripped off. Are there anything that I can look for? I mean, sales techniques or anything like that that would say, hey, you know. Well, you know what I'm saying? if you don't know about coins and you go into a coin shop, um, there's not going to be anything you're really going to pick up on because you're going to be, it's almost going to be a culture shock. Right. Some of the things I'm saying in this video, I'm not used to not talking to people about that don't know about coins that much. I'm not saying you guys don't know about coins, but there's some things I'm probably saying that may be a little foreign. Yeah, and that's understandable. Sure. Yeah. I'm always in that kind of company when people walk in the shop. Uh, one of the things that you can do um, and is look in the case and ask them if you can look at a couple things. And don't waste their time, though. I mean, they know when you're trying to fill them out. They're not stupid. I'm a coin dealer, man. I'm used to this. I used to people coming to no, think. I'm, ge I'm genuinely looking to maybe start collecting coins. Right. Well, that's what I know. Yeah. Right. Well, if you look in the case and bring out something, let's say it's a proof set or a Morgan dollar. I mean, just a common Morgan dollar. I've, I've got, I got a 78 CC right here. Um, it's kind of in the plastic. I'll take it out of it. I'll just show it to you. It's, Ooh. it's a coin that'll go for a little over a hundred dollars in this condition. Okay. Well circulated. It's close to the end of very fine range. Uh, yeah, very fine range. And then on the back here, I'll show you the, the CC. If you, you can actually see what he's selling this coin for. And be candid. Just, just talk to him like you're talking to anybody and say, look, you've got how much on this coin? And he'd be like, eh, 125. Okay. And you're like, well, what, what do you usually pay for that? You know, I'm not trying to get in your business too much, but I mean, I'm just trying to understand this business a little bit and try to appeal to the sensibilities of the person, not trying to be a jerk to them or anything like that. Right, right. Coin dealers will not feel that comfortable with that. Some coin dealers may not want to answer you. They may say, well, if you're not going to buy, maybe you need to leave. I, I wouldn't do that to someone, but it is kind of funny when someone asks me stuff like that, but you almost have to. You're like, look, I'm just kind of wondering what a deal is in this. What's a good deal? And you're like, you're asking me. I mean, right. I, I'm, I'm, you're, we're all completely disarmed here with each other. We're trusting, sure, absolutely. we're just filling each other out a little bit, but we, you know what I mean? You have to create that environment when you walk into a coin shop yourself, kind of be in control of it a little bit and let them be in control. It's a give and take. But if right. you walk in with a chip on your shoulder or if you walk yeah. into a coin shop, like the coin dealer is going to crook me, it's going to, he's going to rip me off. Then he's going to sense that. You can pick up on people. When sure. you're in sales, you can pick up on it. I, I, I can pick up on it. You know, so I, what I do is, is I do my best to disarm the situation and I have a big screen TV up front. I'll bring it up and I'll say, look, this is what they're selling for. I'll pay you this. If you don't like my deal, you can counter me, but I may not take your counter. Right. But that's okay. There's no reason to be upset about it. I have to make a certain amount. There's a reason why I'm mm -hmm. offering that. And it's not because I'm trying to rip you off. It's because that's what I know I can sell it for. And this is what I want to make on it. Right. That's how I, I you know, most, most people realize that you got to make a profit too, right? Yes. Or and I, I tell them should. that. You at know, least they should. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some people want all the money. They want you right, to make right. a couple of dollars and they want all the money. And that's really frustrating for a coin dealer because especially if it's like inventory that you need for your shop, something that maybe someone's asked for. And here you are looking at it. And if you pay them too much one time, they're going to be back with more. And you're going to overpaying and overpaying and you can't keep doing that with someone. So you have to set the pace with certain people. Um, that's another thing. <laughs> it, it's, it's not really that complicated once you're doing it all the time. I mean, I'm pretty, pretty good at it. I mean, as far as um, just, I, I maintain honesty and I'm very firm 
you know, I stick with what I say and make sure that one thing I say one day is the same thing I say the next day and right, day after right. that and next year. Because <laughs> some people got elephant memories when your twin dealer says something. <laughs> like, you said that. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had to uh, to break anybody's heart where they brought they they thought oh. they you had to ask the hardest part of my job? Yeah, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'll tell you a story that's really sad. A, a woman came in the shop. She had a Walking Liberty half dollar. And do you know what Walking Liberty half dollars are, right? I mean, you all seen those. I showed you a picture of one of them that's circulated or uncirculated. Um, it was a circulated example. And what happened was her and her mother had this coin together. And I'll show you what a Walking Liberty half dollar for those who may not know Thank that's you. watching this. There you go. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, they call them walking liberties because it has the liberty on the front that looks like she's walking. Right. And I like the eagle design on the reverse as well. Oh, yeah. There you go. Focused. So 1916 to, to 1947 is when these were minted. She had a 1945. Her and her mother looked it up, and they thought it was worth several hundred dollars. Well, her mom passes away. So this is the only thing that she has between her and her mom that's left. Well, she needs money for funeral expenses. So she comes in. And she puts it down on the counter and I look at it and she said, I looked it up online and it, and it was going for $450. And I knew immediately that she had to be looking at something on, online and I asked her what she did and she told me and I did the same search and there it was. It right. was a proof, a graded proof of one of those. And the proofs are worth, you know, four or $500 for her, for the year she had it. And if, if it's a mint state 66 or 65, I think it was. And I had to tell her, she, she started to cry. And I said, you know, the coin is worth, I don't want to offer anything for your coin because I don't want to hurt you. And I told her this, I said, I don't, because it's not, it's worth more to you to keep that. And right. I don't want to offer you anything. I, I want to, I, I always buy coins. I told her that I said, but I don't want to do that to you. It's just not worth what you think, but it's worth more to you because of your mom's connection. Right. And so she walked out with it, but she was, and, and yes, I have. I, I don't like that part. <laughs> I don't. Right. I, I, and, and Etsy ads. That can't be, ads that can't be, right. That ads can't be on, fun or easy. Yes. The ads on Google are horrible because right. people don't type in a price guy. They type in just their coin. And I tell them, I said, ask them if they have, I literally have them bring pocket change out of their pocket. When I have a little bit of time up front with them and I bring it up on the computer, I'll just type in like, let's say 1977 Lincoln cent. Guaranteed, there's going to be Etsy ads up there of someone trying to sell one for ten grand or five grand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I tell them, I said, you know, this is what you really want to do. You want, you know, that coin's in your pocket, and it's not worth that much, or it wouldn't be in your pocket. Right, right. Yeah. It's the same on like on eBay when you look one up, look coins up, or anything. Actually, you'll see these prices, and you go, what? And then when you go to that item that's already been sold, you see that those prices were not realistic. Right. You know? I mean, you can do that also with textbooks. I tell people, I said, if you don't believe me on the coins and you think that I might be trying to pull the wool over your eyes, go and type in some textbooks on Amazon or eBay. There's some of them that'll be in there for $500, $600. My daughter's in college. We, we went through this. I'm like, $5,000? Right. What? It's $20 over here. <laughs> So yeah, it happens in all all walks of life. Every right. everything. There's frauds. There's fake purses out there. There's you know you name it. There's people who think they got something more than what they really do. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
So yeah, it's out there for sure. <laughs> and then, like, and, and, and that's a good point, Justin. You also sometimes, I'm sure, you have to battle people's personal value versus actual value, and I'm sure that would be very difficult. It is. It. What is really? I'll tell you the most difficult thing besides that, where you know you probably hurt somebody's feelings and didn't mean to, is that they'll come in. Everybody has had a loved one that's passed away. And that a loved one that you respected, that you felt was really knowledgeable, and they passed. And, you know, there's all these feelings when someone passes. You feel sorry for them because they didn't get to live longer. You miss them because they're gone now. Um, and there's just all these little mixed things going on. And I know this. So when someone walks in the shop with a big old briefcase or boxes full of coins, and they bought them from one of these companies like HSN, and they have the receipts and they bring the receipts out and they bought these coins when gold was down for prices higher than what it is now when gold's up. So we have to tell these people and they have been in tears before um, because then at the, that point, they only have the grief to deal with, but they also have the fact that their own deceased relative got ripped off. And that's something these companies are not thinking of. They're not understanding that those coins will be left to someone one day and that person will find out that their really smart, intelligent loved one was not all that smart as they thought they were when it comes to the coins. And that just, to me, it adds insult to injury, salt into the wound, uh, something that I try to cover in my videos. I mean, my goodness, if you're watching this, please stop ripping people off. Charge a realistic value for the coin. Quit trying to tell them it's an investment. It's going to, someone's going to get that coin and going to be, we're going to find out the bad news. Right. I know people don't have to care. I get it. You don't have to care. Whatever. You know, what do they, what do they call it? You know, a sucker born every minute, whatever. Right. I'm yeah, sorry. That's what I know. Barla Bailey fact. said, I think there's a sucker born every minute. I, I can tell you, I don't, I know there probably is, but the, it's not because they bought a coin for too much money. I'll take anybody to the challenge to go to, uh, a doctor's office or go to uh, auto repair and tell me they can't get ripped off by one of them and get told something false just so they can get money out of them or a prescription or a repair on their car. Oh okay. yeah. You better be a mechanic and know what you're doing before you tell me you can, because you don't know nothing about it. You can't be stupid about something you don't know about. You're only stupid if you keep going back and doing it again and again, when you know better. <laughs> um, we have a few questions here for you. Okay. Um, let's see, Hordor, Vice, Old Delor. Hordor. Would you sell fake silver coins so we can use to see and learn from? Or is, I guess he's, I don't know. I mean, would you sell fake ones so for people to learn from them? I have never sold a fake coin. I have them in my box. I have a huge yeah. collection of fake coins. I actually share those coins in some one of my videos. I actually show you how to identify fakes versus um, authentic coins. Yeah, cool. I um, uh, that's one of the things. Well, <laughs> as we speak, this one was in an album that I purchased. Um, I'll see if you guys. This is a '94 S Morgan Dollar. Now it looks pretty good. Especially when you got a dance go, um, uh, what they call a dance go album. You ever seen the albums? Uh, dance go albums or Whitman albums that have the slide, you pull them in and out. Uh huh. Um, that you insert the coins in. 
um, that kind of filters out some of the light when you're going through them. So sometimes things do slip through the cracks on you. This was a 94S. Now 94S in this condition, you're looking at extra fine to AU. It's worth, I mean, we're talking, it can get up around a thousand dollars, several hundred dollars for these coins. When I, I pulled it out, I mean, I could tell something was wrong with it, the way it looks. The collar itself's wrong. Then when you look at it underneath magnification, it has what is like little pimples all over it, where the dye, where, where it was either electroplated or however they, they manufactured it. So it's just one of those things that I'd go to VAM world, try to find the reverse VAM using the mint mark and realize that that's not the right mint mark font either. That's another yeah. thing to do, you know. Just little things right. like that. Like I said, I cover that in videos in detail, uh, so that you know, if you go to my channel and you type in "fake Morgan Dollar," you'll you'll come up with a video that'll show that. I have 16D uh, dime, Mercury dime, a video. I've, I've done di different videos on coins that are faked a lot, you know. So, so I mean, we're like an industry of people making fake coins and selling them. This is yeah. Wow. They've wow. been doing it since coins came out. I mean, that's one of one of those things that's been going on for centuries. Everything's been faked forever. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, they'll fake anything, and they'll fake even a penny if they can. They can think they can get by with it. Uh, fake silver dimes, common stuff that they can sell you a roll of them or salt rolls with them. Right. I I see. I buy fakes all the time in this shop, coin shop, not on purpose. Sometimes you'll buy rolls of stuff or a bag of silver uh, coins. Uh, I'm talking about a thousand dollar face bag, and when you do, you go through it, you'll find something in there. It's not silver or something that's fake. Wow! It just happens, you know. Like that coin there, um, I I usually catch them. What happens is when people send me books of Morgan dollars in the mail to for me to purchase or give them appraisal, um, I'll find two or three fakes sometimes in them, wow. and I just have to tell them, you know. And they think they've got a coin that I'm going to be paying them a lot of money for. Right. Like, Look, it's it's. I don't want to buy it, is what I tell them. I said, I'll send the whole book back to you because I'd rather not buy it, but they trust me. You know, I can show them and, and prove it, you know. Right. There's been a couple of times I bought a, a, a Dansko album full and didn't realize one of them was a fake until I got it out and started going through them and separating them. I've done that before. So, you know, it happens to everybody. <laughs> you know what they're saying? There's a sucker born every every day. <laughs> Ask, um, have you had a fake Morgan with the correct weight? Yes, I have one. I have some right now, 90% silver and everything. I'll tell you what happened. Uh, I bought four gold coins and I paid less than melt for the gold coins. Um, the reason for that is that there's some gold coins that go forever melt. I get that if they're graded, if they're all gold coins, I, I have to watch. The reason they'll test out. These coins tested out, sent off the NGC, they were fake. Uh, PCGS, they were fake. So I can still take them to the refinery and get the gold out of them and still not lose yeah. uh, even the grading fees. So I've had that happen. I've had four fake coins come through the door that were looked authentic. Um, didn't even match anything in the books for the fakes. MGC has a good website for that. I have the books for that. One of the best books there is on gold fakes and none of them was in those books. These were different. Mm. So, you know, like I said, they were gold though. You know, they were the right weight and everything. So I gotta I mean, actually have one of the sigmas, so I can verify. It doesn't really tell you 100%. It can verify that it should be gold on the outside, so thick. You really need to melt them down to really find out if something's fake or not, or cut it in half. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can get one of those big so guns. Just, so they got you, those 20,000 guns. 
Yeah, right. You got a potential of destroying a perfectly good coin then. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they do make those guns that are twenty, you know, like twenty thousand dollars. You can buy that'll uh, measure pretty deep. Oh, okay. Uh, they typically have them, but even the guy at the refinery will tell you, say, look, you know, but a hundred percent, you know, we're not authenticating the coin. We're just telling you it's gold. Yeah. Right. You know. You got gold there, but it's a real gold coin that's something else yeah uh what is your all-time favorite coin daniel uh by how do you pronounce this oh she left um oh it's uh hodor yeah thank you (laughs) (laughs) my favorite is design is the morgan dollar is what i like um, you know, the one that I showed you earlier. Uh-huh. Right. Any, any, any year or mint or just... Well, I mean, not really. I like uh, just a real nice Morgan dollar, well-struck. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of luster to it. That's right. one of my favorites. And uh, obviously, everybody likes the 93S or the 95 proof. Uh, those are really rare. Um, you know, but... <laughs> If you had one in this condition, you're talking about tens of thousands of dollars, a hundred thousand dollars or plus. It's, uh, it's the '93 S is just really rare, made a hundred thousand, and the dies has two reverse dies, and one obverse die. So it, it's how you identify that one. But yeah, you know, Morgan dollars when they were struck, they were very difficult to strike. So the dies lasted up to a hundred thousand uh, coins for per die. Sometimes they'd break up before that, you know. But, you know, that's, that's one of the favorites. It's the, the key date, you know, of the series. Um, of course, I like CCs. 89 CC is really rare. But I don't know. I just kind of like nice-looking Morgans. It doesn't really have to be rare or anything special like that. I just like these coins here. I could keep them just as well as sell them. But, you know, like I said, I'm in the business of buying and selling. Right. You know? um, let me see. Uh, we have another question from our friend Bill, Ohio Real Kenner. Or a comment. Yeah. Uh, does Daniel ever deal with detectorist coins, and how does he value them with the environmental damage? I mean, I do. Um, I try to stay away from problem coins, period, even if they're metal detector or graded. To me, they're all problem coins, whether they're metal detected or not. If someone brings one into me and wants to sell it, I buy them. I've bought them before. You know, I have a few right now that I know were probably dug out of the ground because of the way yeah. that. He also he also just uh, posted that's I was looking at something else then. He says uh, I dug an 1880 P Morgan in 2015, beautiful condition, and I never cleaned it. So, should he clean it or not clean it? I mean, uh, you you should clean it because the dirt that's on that i mean that's why they have problems because what's on them is still in that dirt and it can still have an effect on the coin so you want to remove the dirt i mean because you're not going to hurt a a already problem coin i mean it more than likely it's probably got a little environmental damage get a little dawn dishwashing soap put underneath some uh, warm water and just thumb it clean i mean i I will tell you to do that with a metal detector fine you gotta you gotta you know get that off there at least get uh, the oils can have salts in it you know you guys know the alkalinity you right you, you all know that stuff more than i do but yeah it, it can still continue to hurt that coin he said he did rinse it off okay well now if it's rinsed off you're probably not gonna be able to do anything else to it he said it came out gorgeous right. I did. yeah 
Oh, no, no. Okay, well, see, that's cleaning it. If, if you're rubbing it off, I mean, there's a difference between, you know, cleaning your skin and getting the dirt off of you and then taking a daggone Brillo pad to your skin and tearing <laughs> yeah. the hide off of you. All right. You don't want to do that to a coin. Okay, it's still don't want to use an SOS pad or no. even like a That is harsh cleaning. That's Tarnex. what I call type two. Type two cleaning. <laughs> what about like Tarnex and stuff? No. <laughs> right. That actually takes some of the metal away, don't yeah, it? Yeah, you, you, right. you know, you're going to take some metal away. I mean, the, the whole thing is, is that when a coin circulates, yeah, it's it, metal it, it, metal's removed from that coin from handling by hands and in pocket and other coins. True. So no matter what you do, you're you're moving molecules of metal touching coins and rubbing on them anyways. Right. But you can't detect it with your eyes, so therefore it's not considered harmful until you keep doing it and it thumbs it. There's a thing called thumbing where people used to thumb the cheek of a Morgan to get rid of the lines. Try to. That's that you can tell that's what's been done to the coin. At that point, yeah, you've damaged it. But just lightly rubbing it, getting some stuff off of it, it's not gonna hurt it. Trust me. It's not as it's it's easy to hurt a coin if you want to, but if you're not trying to, it is hard to hurt a coin. And if it looks like you hurt it after you gently did something to it, that was already done to the coin before you touched it. I promise it was just toned or covered up and you uncovered where it would have been cleaned. I see that a lot. People tell me, man, look what I did. I ruined my coin. No, I bet you it was already ruined before you touched it. You just didn't know it because it had something on it or toned or something. Coins tone certain ways because they've been cleaned a certain way. It's not all coins toned or cleaned. I'm just saying some coins have that dark toning on them. It typically means they've been cleaned before. You just can't see the lines until you really, or you clean it off, dip it or whatever. Well, guys, um, I got time for a couple more questions, and then I'm going to have to um, head to yeah, the Yeah, I was just going to say we're going on an hour, and I think we had you overtime already. But... I'm, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. I appreciate it, guys. I really do. Well, I'm um, really glad you came on, Daniel. It's been fun and same. really um, informative. Yeah. Thank you. I, I'm honored to, to for you guys to do that. I'm flattered. I, I appreciate it. It don't have to be the last time. <laughs> no, they say it doesn't. Nope, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, like I said, you know, I, I appreciate it. And uh, like I said, if you've got a couple more questions, I'll answer them real fast. If we got anybody in there. It's... I don't see any more. In the, in the, let me look in the chat over here. Uh, Keith from Metal Detecting in Alaska says, I noticed that when I carried a silver coin in my pocket, it got cleaner. Yeah. Because you're wearing it off, pocket pieces, what we call them, door knockers. People used to use them for door knockers, piece dollars, and things like that. Huh. Thanks, Tom's Gold Dirt. Uh, Daniel, thank you. This is got. You're welcome. I appreciate everybody in the chat, everybody that came to visit. Um, Definitely out here. Tom's. Hopefully, it helps you guys out a little bit. You know, uh, get you some subs and. You know, it's, it's really good. You guys are down to earth. I enjoy that. Oh, I, we, we, don't get, we don't get subs. Our, our subs go to your channel and sub you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, and, and if you're not subbed to Daniel already at CoinHelpU, I am one of his subscribers. I, I do watch his videos. I don't comment as much as I should on any video, but... Um, I do find them very informative, and that's why you seemed really down to earth, Daniel, and approachable. And I've checked out your website, your channel, other videos, and I'm like, 
I, I think the detectorist and a lot of people will enjoy him on our show. So sure. I really appreciate it that you're here with us tonight. Yeah, yes. and I I do have an actual metal detector. I have a, a three a Garrett three fifty. <laughs> it sets I in my bedroom. I, I get it out every once in a while in my yard, mess around. I I don't get out like I should. Um, this job, this web, actually my coin shop itself. Um, if I don't work twelve hours a day, I work sixteen. That's the truth. Twenty-four uh, seven. Clean up and yeah, it's it's when you got your own business like this and you're. Uh, success rides on how well you sell coins and buy Sorry. coins. You know that's yeah definitely. But um, guys, I'm I'm going to uh, head out of here, clean up, and head to the house. And it was nice meeting all of you. I, I am is an honor to be on here with you guys, and I sure do appreciate it. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you joining us, Daniel. Nice having you on. Thank you. Hey, yes, definitely nice having you on. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot, guys. I'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Good night. Night. All right, now uh, for I, the normal. I let my dog out. <laughs> okay, hurry up. Oh, geez. I, I guess I'll wait till Dana or Jesse comes back, Dana, before I talk about what happened on the way home. Um, but, um, yeah, I was going through Mansfield through a rugged part of highway always. And I thought my trailer was hitched well and but it had that noise you know it's something didn't sound right and I could have checked it since I was the first to pull out of camp and the last one to leave the property I could have checked it you know you're muted Jesse and and but I didn't I could have checked it before I got on the freeway but I didn't and um, lo and behold i hit a big bump and there goes my trailer oh um oh yeah yeah eh, eh. i i i it eh, there goes my trailer behind me all <laughs> reminded me of a time when dennis you know polak dennis i for the love of me my late friend I can't remember your name, bro. Uh, you last name. It anyways. I could never teams. pronounce it, and he went by Pollock. But uh, our friend Dennis, on the way to GeoFair, our club trailer did the same thing. Came off. I Panic in any situation is what makes things go sideways. And... <laughs> I didn't panic and I just stay calm. People got out of the way and gave me room. It was pretty congested. I moved over. Uh, nothing was broken, no damage. I rehitched it, got back on the road. And then today, about half hour away from the job site, I got a, t a flat. More like 20 minutes. <laughs> East Coast prospecting. You missed it, my friend. Uh, oh, yeah. Dan Daniel had to go. Spoke very highly of you, by the way, Chris. Take yes, the man is. out dredging if you can pull him yeah, away. Dredging, dude. Pull him away from the coin shop. Uh, 
Take him out dredging. I know you'd love it. Um, yeah, we... Uh, we had a great time with the Jersey History Hunters, too, by the way. They were there. Oh, yeah. A uh, lot of fun. Digging deep on. beeps. Joel, great guy. <laughs> mm -hmm. I hope to see him on the river again. He only lives in Akron. So right. I hope to see him out and about again. Maybe he'll let us tag her along sometime and go beeping with them. That would be uh, cool too. Also, Audra and Rach, they were totally radical dudes. You would have yeah. loved them, Rose. They were they're radical. Totally radical dudes. <laughs> radical. Totally. They they were awesome. Uh you're awesome, Audra Rach. So do we do we let them tell everybody what they want or should we tell everybody what they want? Tell us. Um. Tell us. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they want to tell everybody on their videos, so they have to go see. Well, you know, Joel already spilled the beans on. Oh, did he? Okay. On, on his video, he produced a few hours ago, or released a few hours. He says she says we can. Uh, uh she won. Uh, one of them did. 600, Audra did, uh, uh, Equinox 600 metal detector, which is a nice detector. All right, um, on. Congratulations. Yeah, and, and me and Ed talked about it. one of them will probably win it because that's just the way it is there. <laughs> yeah, and lo and behold, Boom. and I even won a competition over the yeah. weekend. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah, I, I won the dowsing competition. Right. I am the 2020 Gold, Ohio Gold Rush dowsing competition champion. I, awesome. I, I incorporated my rods and my, and my pendulum, and it got me the closest. Wasn't on the money, but really and during close. the Sunday night raffles, I won a nugget necklace. Gigantic nugget. I didn't, I didn't win nothing this weekend. Oh, sorry, Jeff. Oh no, actually I did. I got I got Dad to hang out. I got to hang out with a bunch of cool people. Hung out with Jason Keith prospecting all weekend. That was just so much fun. I got the uh, best gold of them all, like you, Jesse. <laughs> I got you, you know, hanging around Flash Fam, yep, you other had, creators, we, we had, great people, making new friends, or actually not making new friends, solidifying a friendship forged in the fiery furnace of YouTube. <laughs> you know, <you're> right. <laughs> okay, Ed. <laughs> Less drama there. Hey, Ron Charles, <laughs> how you doing? But I'll tell you what, they were, I mean, for the fact that we didn't really have any vendors there, no, you know, major vendors there, there was quite a few people there. It was a very good turnout. It actually really impressed me on, but like you said, you know, all this uh, COVID crap, you know. Right. 
uh, people being self-quarantined or self-imprisonized or that however amazing. We didn't hardly see nobody's mask on, just like one or two, and that was it. Just right. a handful. We, just we, a named handful. Our, we, we named our compound Camp COVID. <laughs> people stayed away. <laughs> yes, they were amazing. Uh, a lot of them we see every year. Oh yeah! Hey, Swiftwater Tony, how you Scotty, doing? Let's see. Hey, look, there's Gold Monkey and Shaw's prospecting, private gold. Pro pirate prospecting, and of course the dudes. Gold Monkey snuck in tonight. Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. And of course, let's, let's not forget the world's greatest moderator, Mr. Lodek. Is there and everybody? Oh, he's he says, how are you today? Scott didn't see the nugget. Here you go, Scott. Hmm. Uh, he is toes. Tony kept him quarantined. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, nice nugget. We, what, 3.3? Is that what it was? 3.34 grams. Yeah. That was nice, Dano. Nice. Yeah, I was hoping to win that six gram baby. I wanted the backpack dredge is what I was shooting for. Yeah, that's what I was I would have took that too, and then we would have had two dredges to work, brothers. You're about it. Why don't we still add to the work? And then Jason, he hung out with us all weekend. Which oh, was guy. awesome. Yeah. And Cook oh, for oh, Sunday. Mickey. Now, in his upcoming videos, he might show something that flash in your pan. No, Tom, I told you uh, it's not hers. That's <laughs> put into his possession. To help him get that we'll slip Dominican it off the class and put it in one of them little round containers. <laughs> oh, look, Ray Russo. What's up, Ray? And then there's Raven and Smackerock. What's up, you two lovebirds? Yeah, some nice gold in the last video of yours I've watched, Raven. Oh, yeah, that was that was a rock. nice. I yeah, mean, Smackerock. <laughs> Slap rock. Yeah, working at the little. They were working in Arizona, right? I wonder what happened to Scotty. Uh, Scotty yeah, I did, Ron. I did. <laughs> I had it right here. Don't worry about it. I'll get it to you. It ain't going to be there tomorrow. But I uh, probably won't get it mailed out till after I get back from California. To be perfectly honest, so if uh, I Jason. if I get if you get it while I'm in California, I got it done. Jason's flying out three days before us. Yeah, I see that he's flying out to 15, going home. Make sure yeah, you, you say it. hi yeah. to Patricia for us. Yes. Safe travels mainly, brother. Safe and yeah. next yeah. year at Gold Rush Days, you need to bring Patricia with you. Mm-hmm. And maybe we could get the Jersey girls there again. Well, so they're, are they still in uh, Georgia? Uh, they're at Paul's and his wife, American Relic Hunt. Okay, cool. Uh, they were in here earlier. I believe it's American Relic Hunters. Is that who that is? Yeah, they were here. 
Oh, Nikki, we want you there. We did, um, we talk about it all the time. We want you. You to bet. Yeah, we're gonna do what we can to make it happen. We'll start a GoFundMe to get yeah. you. Yeah, I think honestly we could probably pull it together, guys. Yeah, it'd be probably easier for her uh, us to help her get here than her to help us get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. A lot cheaper, that's for sure. Oh, American Woodland Relics. American yes. Woodland Relics, yes. Right. Yes. Hey, Dallas. So, uh, Rose, you mentioned something about you wanted to tell us something that happened to you today. God, it happened on Sunday, but I, I oh my gosh, it's a little embarrassing, but I'm going to tell you guys anyways. I got my first magnet fishing injury. Oh, no. And, uh, Did you forget to wear your gloves? No. Angela and I had bought brand new gloves that day before we started. Brand new gloves, guys. But uh, while I was brushing off some debris from the magnet, I stabbed myself with a long, rusty piece of metal and broke it off into my hand. Oh, and, uh, that makes my knees hurt just thinking of it. I'm telling you. Yeah, you guys, I... I messed with it a little bit while I was there, and then I I just kind of brushed it off, and I was like, when I get home, I'll get some tweezers out and I'll I'll pull it out. You know, I I didn't even realize that metal had broken off for a little bit because those gloves were so new. I thought that I just jabbed myself, you know. And when I finally got the gloves off and looked at it, I said, oh my gosh, there's metal in my hand. And uh, I I made it home that night, and I spent one or two hours trying to pull it out myself, and I just. I couldn't access it. I got a razor blade out and I just very lightly shaved the skin off a little bit to try to get better access. And I, I couldn't. And the next day I woke up and there was some swelling in my hand and um, oh my I started doing uh, soaks. And, and this was, so this was Monday. All my, all the doctor's offices are closed. I waited to go to my doctor today and I have a full blown infection in my hand. She spent an hour trying to get it out herself. Three different shots to numb me in an hour. She couldn't get it out. Now I have to go to a hand surgeon to get a sliver of metal pulled out of my hand. I don't want to sound really stupid or like an idiot, but couldn't you have pulled it out with the magnet? I tried. That's oh, did you? <laughs> So I don't know if maybe this is rust or not very, very metallic. I don't know. And I also don't even know how big it is. Um, but the magnet. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Yeah. If I move my hand enough, I can feel like it's like cutting inside my flesh. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Is your hand, is your hand all bandaged up? Uh, you know what? Uh, so we just, because she and the doctor, she made a bigger hole to try to get things out of it. But because I'm going to go see the surgeon so shit soon, we just put some antibiotic ointment on it and uh, a band-aid and they gave me uh some antibiotics and she's like take the antibiotics and let the surgeon deal with everything so just a whole yeah uh, ray says an exacto can can few cut it open i asked her i finally at the end of the hour i asked her to cut just cut it open just slice slice it open i said i'm numb i can't feel anything just slice it open and she was too uncomfortable with the uh, it's right in the bend of my hand between my 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 knuckle 
and she wasn't comfortable doing it. She said that she, she said I could either go to the ER right now or wait to meet a hand surgeon and have a hand surgeon do it. I think so when is it going to do that? Tomorrow? I'm waiting on, I'm waiting for a call back tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting on a call back. I Go think Ray Russo meant exacto knife. Just yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I just messing with him. <laughs> He'd do you for if he was close. Oh yeah, you know what? Honestly, Angela probably might have done it for me if it. The my biggest issue is how infected it is right now. Like the the swelling. Yeah, there's even if you pull it out, you're still gonna have that infection now. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm ready for a professional to take care of it now. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but yeah, guys, so I think the moral of the story is, is I'm probably going to start looking into leather gloves Kevlar. or Kevlar gloves. Yeah, because it was just, it was so quick and so easy, and I just jabbed myself, and it was over with. Right. Get, uh, uh, get those ones they use for scaling fish. Yeah, yep. There you go. And then close the barn door when you leave. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, I'm sorry to hear that. I hope you get better. <laughs> you, when was the last time you had a tetanus shot? Uh, you know, so it's five to seven years, but she ended up giving me another one today. So now my arm hurts. A little booster. <laughs> Rather be safe than sorry. It, it's right. Yeah. Well, I I'm sure you learned a valuable lesson that day. And I will. I'm gonna try to preach it to other people that just those. Glove, wearing gloves is important, period, but it, maybe it's time to step up our glove glove game and wear something, something well, more protective. Yeah. That and probably be a little more careful when you're wiping yourself off, you know, don't get in such a hurry. I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you know, just take your time. Yeah. There's a certain okay. member of the Flash fam we have to give a real hard to time to everybody. <laughs> because he was about an hour late. Oh, oh yes. Uh -huh. Mr. Radio, Mr. Lag Behind, dead weight. Dead weight. Oh, my. Uh, kind of harsh, but yeah. yeah he's I lurking now. That. I ain't seen him talking a bit now, so he's lurking. If he's still here. Um. So it was really cool uh, this weekend, too. You know, we were out there and Ruby got out there and she dug and yeah. ran uh, my stream sluice for about an hour or so, a couple hours. We dug a hole and she found some gold. She said she, she thought it was cool. Of course, <clears throat> I, I sent her up to the, to the, uh, get the raffle tickets, right? And I wanted to break a hundred bucks. I told her, here's 20 bucks for you and 20 bucks for me to break the hundred. She comes back with $40 worth of dredge tickets <laughs> <laughs> and only $20 worth of, of, of regular tickets. Oh, I did win some silver and coins. And I didn't win nothing. <laughs> I did That's win right. some silver, you know, too. It all goes to a good cause, you know. That's right. Well, yeah, donating it back to our club, you know, because we gave the Buckeye I gave chapter. The I gave the Indiana. I gave the Buckeye chapter. Oh yeah. All right, Mark Miller. Thank you. Thanks for the super right. chat. 
thank you for the five dollar super chat mark miller oh uh, yeah we know t-bone we left just in time for the storm to hit there they got in pretty bad i i drove through it i never hit nothing. Yeah, I, I drove through a heavy part of it jesse um, drove through it yep um rachel and and, and uh Audra, if they remember what the creek looked like when they were there, it's up to the banks today. I believe it with that water. Oh, I saw pictures of the rain that was happening there. Uh, Dick Goldsmith posted some pictures on Facebook. Chris, how does Picker Hollow look? Maybe we could do a Picker Hollow run someday. (laughs) Uh, So some some groom some warm up for California crevicing. Right. Hey, Mickey. Yeah. Did anybody see uh Mr. Lodak's comment about Kevin Hubbard? It looks like he went back to the hospital. Oh. Oh, no. why? What? Hmm. Mr. Lodak, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he had a heart attack. Oh, man. oh really? Um, Jason Keep. Oh yeah, super chat. Thanks for the super chat, my friend. And Jason Keith, wow. He's a really nice guy, too. Um, everybody keep Jace, uh, Kevin Hubbard. He's a really nice man. Uh, please keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Send him some oh, I'm, positive I'm street, vibes. Huh? He had a mild heart attack on stream. We found him to go oh, to the so. hospital. Oh, forced him. Sorry. Uh, Ray Rusa, don't mind about your bad spelling. I'm a bad reader. But all in all, it was a pretty good weekend. We had beautiful weather all weekend. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I'm so stoked for the 17th and then the yep. 18th. Yep. Yep. Going to be fun. Out of here. Yep. Yeah. Well, and, and my, you know, my knee wasn't too bad when I was out there doing stuff, but it was just when I sat down for a little while, that's when it started getting stiff on me, so. I guess I'll have to be moving around well, all the time. I'll have to keep you moving. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, you're going to move. Yeah. <laughs> it's the car ride when you go get out after the car ride. Uh, that's, that's, <laughs> right, right. That's where it's going to be. Yeah. Okay. Jason says, awesome week to end my vacation from my m- vacation on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, safe travels, everybody. Yeah, everybody traveling uh, home to the Dominican. Safe travels, Jason, and, and good luck. I hope you like that gift of ours. Uh, Adrian, oh, Rochelle. I'm sure, I'm sure he'll put that thing to use. Oh, I would if I was him. Yeah. Uh, Jersey history hunters are in the Georgia right now doing the. JH Southeast tour. He told me to dump his snuffer bottle in a water bottle before we left there, and I did. I come home and panned it out. 
There's a lot more gold in there than what looked like there was. Really? Dominican gold. Judy was asking about her cut from down the river. <laughs> <laughs> but Judy had a good time too. Everyone had a good time. Uh, B3 Relic Recovery, we missed you and your family. I know right. you have things to do. Um, the Vixens would have loved it if they could have made it, and maybe you wouldn't have did that Sunday. Um, but so many, there's so like today's one of the days where you just kind of question your your life decisions, and one of them was, man, if we had just gone to meet up with the the Flash Fam, this wouldn't have been a problem this weekend. <laughs> that that crossed my mind. I'm not gonna lie. Why were you guys yeah. thinking about coming to Gold Rush? That yeah. would have been cool. We really, we really wanted to go, but I, you know, my fiance and I, fiance and I decided to get married so quickly that we. Right, right, that's right. Years, so Angela and I were planning on just hopping in the car and going, but I had to cancel it. So it's my fault. Not even Angela's; it's mine. Uh, that, that can be a bad sign, there, lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Ray, and Ray says next Saturday starts his moose hunting vacation. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Never had moose. Never had moose either. The Jersey History Hunters are making plans already. We'll see you guys next year. Yeah. Yeah, They had a good time. Yeah. Hey, maybe we can combine Gold Rush and Flash Pass. I don't know about that. Yeah, I like two events. I like two reasons to see you guys. Yeah, Flash Pass. It's a event all in its own. Yeah, he says he's going seven days up river. Dang, I'm stoked, he says. It's like we are about going to California all wrapped mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. You bet. Uh, yeah. All right, Dallas Sams, thanks for joining us. We appreciate you being here. I think Real yep. tried to dispatch a moose the old way with a spear, sneak up in the bush and stick him with it. Now that's hunting. <laughs> Good luck with that, Chris. Catch a big in. This weekend, Catfish I'll be up. picking up my travel trailer. Oh, yeah, you're getting yours. When, when are you getting it? Saturday. When are you getting your new truck? Oh, I don't know, but... We'll have, I, I, we'll have the travel trailer in the backyard. I guess it could be a guest room for now. <laughs> you know, I was thinking I was thinking about that today, you know. Might be where you're living, you make your money. <laughs> hey, I'll have a fireplace and all. That I've used this this camper what, three times now? Or twice? Twice. Twice. Flash, Twice. fashion, right. Uh, and getting ready to put it away for the winter. That kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you can't put it away yet, Jesse. You got to do a little winter prospecting. Uh, you know better than that. Don't be a sissy. You know better than that. My fingers, my fingers will fall off, dude. He went out in the cold with us. Good night, before. Paul. American Woodland Relics. Enjoy your time with the Jersey with Audra and Rich. 
You you already know they're great people. So. So uh, you you're not even gonna wait to see if the season you know kind of gets extended, Jeff. You know what if it's a, a warm winter? He's an old man. Um, I can, if, if that happens, I can always get it out. We have a long Indian summer because you don't have it. Do you need to waterproof? No, it I don't. I don't have to worry. I don't have to worry about winterizing it because it hasn't had any water in it for forever. See what Jason said to you. Don't yeah, you I see what Jason says. <laughs> He's a kitty cat. And there, Mr. Lodak put that. Yeah. In Mr. one word. Land, <laughs> Jaren put the hammer to it. Uh-huh. That's what he gets. I got my new camper trailer. I took it out for the weekend to see how it goes. And the water pump is not working. We wish they told me that said it worked, but they lied to me. Yeah, the people I bought mine from said they didn't know because they've never used it. They never used the gas or the water. So, we'll see. Good night, Victoria. Good night, Victoria. Everything works in my little pop-up. Heat and all. <laughs> Heat and all. I'm low well, budget I mean, camp, yeah, baby. <laughs> I mean, it was a beautiful weekend, except for one night it got really cold. Yeah. Really cold. But my little uh, uh, heat buddy worked pretty good in that camper, so. Yeah, the heat buddy works good in my pop-up. Yeah. But we will have central heat in our new trailer. Sure. I will too <laughs> once I get my gas going. I got a heater in there too. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Dick Goldsmith. I thought you were going to yeah, come he, down he, and look yeah, at it. Yeah, what happened? He never come down to look at it. Well, right. after I, you said that, I walked down that way and he had a couple of uh, beer in his hands. So, yeah. a, a beer? Well, I'm sure he had a couple laying around somewhere, a few dead soldiers. So. Yeah. No, I didn't really expect him. Not during that time. Hell, we had, we had, no. It was a busy weekend. Did they say your furnace worked in there, Jesse? What was that? Did they say your furnace worked in the camper? They didn't. Oh, okay. They, like I said, they, they never used it. Probably needs a good clean and at least check that out. Probably. Keep on rocking, my friends. Thank you, Raven and Smackerock. <laughs> he said it right. <laughs> I can't always say it wrong. He'll think I don't like him or I'm Thanks deliberately <laughs> going after him all the time where that's not true at all. I I just think of Schlepprock or Skipperock or something, whatever I see Smackerock. Schlepp from the Flintstones. Right. Yes. The cloud followed him everywhere. Yeah. I forget what his <laughs> brother was called, Dano. What was Schlepprock's brother called? The one oh, that man. had all the luck. I don't remember. I'm Schlepprock. I live that life. One, one was bad luck, Schlepprock, and the other one was all like good luck. 
Good night, Nickel and Dimes Coin Hunter. Thanks for joining us again. Paul Peck Drywall Tube. Thank you very much for joining us, Paul. Who is that? He's part of the Niminati. Ah. He's a niminati -er. Uh Cool. So, if none of you know what the Niminati is, it's the community around Nick Nimmin and D Nimmin's channel. They are YouTuber influencers um, that I stumbled across. He, when I was thinking about going live and I needed someone to go to, and I came across Nick Nimmin and find his videos and his brother, uh, D Nimmin. If you're into mobile creating, D Nimmin is the man to watch. Uh, and, um, you know, the Niminati's kind of like the Flash fan, but not as flashy. <laughs> not as flashy. <laughs> <laughs> More technical, huh? Uh, yeah, they're quite a bit of tech, but a lot of solid, solid advice for cool. any YouTubers um, that are young. So if you're in a, if you're getting into doing YouTubes and YouTube videos and stuff, they're a good place to check out for information, huh? Yes, yes, very good. Cool. Who's that? Oh, anytime I go over to Ed's house on Saturday morning, right? I go over there and I gotta wait till he gets done watching their show. <laughs> well, I do pull myself away from their shows after yeah. a bit, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't watch it as religiously as I uh, I used to. Uh, oh, no, this man. COVID stuff's kind of messed with their live stream too, because oh, sure. the dying. Well, his brother's de stuck in Mexico. Nick, uh, <laughs> Nick is home in Thailand. They're Americans from Ohio. But <laughs> they live in Thailand now, but D's in Mexico with his other half, and Nick's there. And the dynamics those two have on their show on weekends is great. They're really informative both in when they're solo but just the dynamic in the chat room uh, a lot of cool people uh, i don't know i don't know how you say you just come going once in a while because last time i was there you were there you were just chatting away with them you know like you were one of the group one of the crew <laughs> well i am a member i am a channel member i I even have my Niminati shirt, so I would say I'm a Niminati-er. A Niminati-er. Er. niminati But everybody, please welcome Paul Peck. Uh, if you want to learn drywall, tips and tricks check out his channel he's 
does some phenomenal stuff. Don't you love YouTube? You you could learn anything you want from yep. picking All your you nose do. to doing a Spanish lace ceiling. Even things you don't want to do, you can learn. YouTube. <laughs> I was just I was just thinking about you, Daniel. <laughs> you can even say things that you would never think were real. <laughs> I found some of them. <laughs> yes, we know. <laughs> we we know. At least you're not as bad as our friend Dennis Dayton. No, no, I stay within the realm of humanity. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> uh oh. You're Some bad. Sounds you can't hardly watch. You got to turn your head. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I can't wait. We're you're getting ready to go out west, and I hope the fires all die down before yeah. we get there. Oh yes, I sure hope so. Without the aid of rain. Because I yeah. don't want those rivers come up. I want some of that Tito's gold. in California. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, they were talking about them on TV. It ain't looking too good. Well, Cause that every place we go is supposed to still be open. That's yeah. what yeah. I heard. Yeah, that's what I was okay. seeing. Yeah. But still, you know, the winds can change. If not, we travel somewhere else away. Yep. We always have a plan B. That's right. We never know what it is until we need it, though. Children play some party. There, there has to be a contingency. But, well, at yeah. least we'll be, but at least we'll be close to Nevada where we can go too, you know. But if we get to meet all the people we're going to get to meet, we'll, we'll be real busy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, no kidding. Uh, we have. Uh, Next year, I Jason. believe Isaiah from OG Prospecting is going to be coming down. Yeah. Uh, Damon from West Coast Prospecting is going to be down. Well, doesn't David Villa live nearby? Uh, I believe he's out of Sacramento. Oh. I believe he's in the San Joaquin Valley, so oh. I don't know why we couldn't hook up with him and like uh, John from AU Family Prospecting. Right. Hey. King Prospector, Queen Prospector, how are you? Um, I'm trying to talk him into pick. Hey, Chris, how does Picker <laughs> Hollow look right now with all that rain last night? Van Wert got like four inches. Wow. That's that's a lot, and I'll tell you what, as we were coming up uh, 30, we were watching the rain, there was a couple of times we thought we were just going to go right through the middle of it, and then as we got there, it moved off, you know, uh, but one time, it didn't, <laughs> we were right through the middle of it, wow. Oh, yeah, there was two times where I could barely see the road, so I was conveniently behind a semi so i kept the semi lights well in front of me i could see it because the car in front of that was white and i could barely see it during the downpours right i yeah i had to, I had to go pretty slow too there was somebody up there i got close enough to see somebody's flashing lights and that's as close as i got to them <laughs> yeah uh, uh, 
Jason says that him and Chris got poured on. They were out to Swank East. Ah, yeah. I was wondering about that. I was driving. I thought about voice texting a message to you, but sometimes when you do that, you better proofread it or you'll be really embarrassed. Yeah, autocorrect can really make you look pretty jakey. Yeah. <laughs> Put it for lighter words. <laughs> and welcome back, brother James. I'm way looking forward to seeing you. It's been like forever. He says it got some good gold over there, huh? Cool. I knew they would. It's good gold on that part. Yeah. Around the east. Yeah. It was cool you took him over. Um, too he bad you got where, He said he was taking him over where me and you were working at one time. Where they were right next to us, mm -hmm. right on. We made that nice ripple for him across there. Should have caught a lot of gold in the last couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's like, we get good gold. Where's Mike? <laughs> not, not, not by your standards, Jason. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. We're talking Ohio standards. Yeah, Ohio standards. Fifty pieces of fly poop. We're dancing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jason goes. That's a we just let go. <laughs> we did that. We never get any. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, same with you, Raven and Smacker Rock. You stay golden too as well, sis, brother. You bet. Glad you're back in uh, civilization again too. They were gone. They were gone for a couple of weeks. They went out where there was no reception. They went out and they had a good time, I guess. Oh yeah. Well, they're in Arizona already, so. <laughs> Their, their grids are like ours. <laughs> uh, spec count, laugh out loud, spec count was around 527 colors in each shovel. Were they salt and pepper or were they micro poo? Plea poop. Plea poop, yeah. You see what Jason says? Patricia made fun of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I believe that. Right. She's spoiled, though. She's in the uh, nuggets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Jason's spoilers. Showing her his big nuggets. Hey, Leo, how you that doing? Don't sound quite right. Well, or, I mean, she's picking his big nuggets. Or, yeah. <laughs> hey, Leo. Fly poop and some salt and pepper. Right on. Yeah, that I'd like to hit that east property a little more than we have. And we've never gone there for a weekend, have we? No, no. Sometime we should just weed out the tenant or pop yeah. up it. I was about to say tent camp it back in there. Yeah, right. we couldn't bring in your trailer or my trailer. Oh. <laughs> no. We'd never get back there. <laughs> or we could just stay at Black Sands and paddle up or drive from there. 
Oh. Or say it's a wank. Or it's a wank. Say it's, it's a wank. wank. <laughs> the wank <laughs> west. The west <laughs> wank. Like you got to disturb talking about my balls. Again. Good night, Ruby. Good night. Uh, what'd you call her the other day? Um, I didn't call her that. Dano. Uh, Mr. Wilson? No. Uh, huh? She's like Wilson from Tool Time behind the fence looking oh, over. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do, neighbor. <laughs> In the background. Ooh, me too with the dredge. Yeah, we'll have to set up a, a little trip. I, I bet you our pop-ups would work there. We might have a little trouble getting them in in a couple of spots. How was the road past the airport? Was it rutted? Thumbs up. Well, they drove their cars back. Jason drove his car back there. We will, Ronald. Where you been hiding? We were talking about you like 30 minutes ago. He's lurking. Lurker. Lurker. Is he, is he lurking like two toes and Jeff and Jerry and all them? Gary, are no. you out there lurking? He's fishing. Though, so he might be still out on a Bob boat. Bob watches on his TV and he, he can't talk in the chat because he's watching on TV. You know, right, he, he's, right. he's, he's commented that a couple times, but I'm going, but wait, dude, you just commented. Uh, you can type watching on your TV. It's just a pain. Right. Online it is. But if he uh, has his laptop sitting right next to him, he right. could project Chris. it to his smart TV and <clears throat> chat. Chris said it, yeah, Chris said it wasn't running, but it puddled up fast and I slid all off the place yes, getting out. Man, I can't. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah, I saw you come hey. in and say hi, Ronald, but you were way Lenny. late. Let me bring my dog. <laughs> so, hey, Chris, how's Picker Hollow looking? It was greasy on the way out after three inches of rain. I bet. <laughs> yeah, I must have missed the message. And I don't want to scroll back. I feel you can. Hey, Kent Flackler, how you doing? How's it going? Hey, Kent. Hope your back feels brother, better. Oh, he said he said it's not running, but pulled past, slid off. No, I saw that one. The Ooh. main creek is flowing. The side creek is just pedaled. Oh, okay. Oh, you're talking about Picker Holler. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I found my all my pickers in the tributary though. But I've seen stuff they pulled out of the main one though. <coughs> Pardon me. 
Well, sorry to hear that, Kent. Take care, buddy. Well, I can't imagine that would be fun having lower back problems. No, that sucks. Squirrel. Upper nineties. That's what Ed was all weekend. Squirrel. Squirrel. Jeez. Uh, we always have a good time at Gold Rush Days. Kent, you know that. Well, I think he was more like the squirrel when we hollered nut, he perked up more. Yeah. <laughs> and you should have saw as, me as, when they were feeding, Chris was feeding me Reese's. Yeah, as a squirrel, everybody talks about when they go, squirrel, that's Ed running somewhere. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Ray, you know that Ed will say that it's, it's still in editing, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll work on. I just hope to get some video-worthy footage. You, you know who you're trying to sound like, right? Just saying. Oh no! no, 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 no. Oh, I can't believe you went there. Well, it's the same thing he says. Exact same thing he says. Oh, I just didn't like that footage. Is that good enough? <laughs> I have to do it over again. Oh, hashtag life of a minor. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, my goodness. When you do those edits and you cut things out, then you lose the gems like saying you found a motorcycle air conditioner. You know? Right. That, that would have. <laughs> yeah. You know, that would have messed that whole video up had you not put that in there. I mean, you got to put the Ryan, you got to put the good with the bad. Oh, a good shout out on the last video for the oh, show. Man. You know, you know, you broke my heart a little bit when you told me you thought it was the bulbs from a projection TV, but I did have a feeling it wasn't a stoplight. Multiple times I looked at it and I looked at the size of it, and I was concerned that I was wrong. So I think, I think it's the color lenses inside the one yet. Gotcha. Well, uh, I haven't cleaned it off, and I told myself I was going to, but I mean, like everybody's story this weekend was busy, 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 busy. But uh, I'm going to try to get it cleaned up to get a better look at it to confirm your suspicions. Yeah, Nikki says, yeah, she puts her bloopers in her videos. Yeah, Nikki, we love it. In fact, we, at the very beginning, we're very nervous about it, but now it's like, if you we don't include it, we don't feel like we're being our true selves. And Kent, yes, it was. It was a very good turnout. Even without vendors there, we had a lot of people there. The place was pretty full. So did, I guess the vendors backed out because of all the COVID stuff? Well, yeah, there, nobody, you know, everything was up in the air to the last minute, you know? And a lot of these guys can't operate like that. They have to know what's going on so they can be ready for that. So, you know, right. Uh, so we, it, it, what people, I think, uh, just Indiana chapter had a, um, equipment booth set up and a lot of people were selling their used equipment and we had our booth up, we were doing demos and, uh, talking about, you know, um, Flashing your pan and our vet pro project. We talked to people about that. Showed, uh, let people pan. 
in our in our uh, our uh, demo pan there and ran a little cleanup sluice for him so I could see it working. And, you know, spent the day doing that. You know, right behind the camper. You know, yeah. didn't have to walk far either. Just get up out of my seat, go up there. And <laughs> but it yeah, was it would right. have been nice if we had really had some. Um veterans stop by and right maybe take advantage of what we offer the veterans with take a vet prospecting project every time we get it out there every time we talk about it and, and really if if any of you guys any of our flash fam knows someone that that's a mm -hmm. veteran and hasn't done this but would like to but you know would have doesn't want to spend a lot of money trying to you know, figure out whether they want to do this or not. I just find it good therapy. And I, I'd love to be able to help better and get a little therapy in their life, you know, without, uh, I, I don't know about other people, but I'm, I'm not the most pleasant people with therapists, <laughs> you know? So if I can just get my own therapy my way, that's what I like. Wow. Yeah, if anybody knows anybody that could, you know, but might be interested, that's we could always, we'd be glad if it's, you know, not something that's like we can't travel like to, too far. Well, it depends <laughs> if they're gonna pay for us to come there. Well, yeah, we can if we can get, you know, yeah, if they want to for their free paying, sure. <laughs> oh, it's not just a free paying. We we right. offer. Uh, amed, 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 amenities like the thank food. You, thank you. And, uh, and our, food, and shelter, our, uh, equipment. Uh, right. They will leave with gold one and way knowledge. or another. Knowledge. Knowledge. That, that too. And um, we offer it to any vets absolutely free. Right. Now, if someone else who's not a vet wants to go out on a Midwest adventure, that might be a different story. But we'll still do it. But we'll, we'll still, still do, do it. it. <laughs> we'll work something out. Yes, yes. <laughs> we can barter or we can exchange money. Yeah, cash and gold or gold and cash. But it'll be worth the trip, I think. I mean, we've We've already we've already um, <clears throat> discussed this with some other people, and I think our pricing is not too bad for a weekend of, of what we plan. So, I believe that you guys would keep it fair, and that's the the most important part. Is yeah, I mean, it's not like we're trying to yeah <clears throat> sell fake coins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right, right. About uh, the interview today and, and talking about that realness and talking, you know, that honesty out there, I feel like you guys would fall into the same category. You're not going to give anything that, that you haven't promised. You know, you're gonna you're gonna keep it as real as possible, and and you're gonna get the case. Right. You're in, and you leave with a little bit of gold. Like that's perfect. Right. Well, saying like with veterans, the, the and, and actually anybody, especially people that are new to this, you got to make it fun. Uh -huh. If you it's not fun, up. yeah, if it's not fun, they're not going to want to do it, you know. Uh, what? Sunday. Where are we going? Picker <laughs> <laughs> Hollow. <Yeah. laughs>
Well, we're flying out the weekend after that or Friday after that. Right. So, you know, uh, we just have to make sure all our gear's packed and ready to go by that time. When we show up be, at Dan, probably the day before. <laughs> Hi, Barb. Can't hear you. Dano's muted. That's because she's been ruffling 5,000 plastic bags putting groceries away. It's ah. showtime, Barb. I didn't get to go to the grocery, man. <laughs> Do you understand how amplified that is when you go through a microphone with it? The, the other wow. Mrs. Wilson. Can't. Hang on a second, guys. Kent wants to donate 10 GPA 14-inch pans for us. Uh, either send it to Jesse or me, Kent. Yeah. Here, I'll, uh, just uh, email me, Kent, at ToledoJess at AOL.com. put it in there. Quick for him. Okay, Chris. Uh, we we also do panning demonstrations for Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts. Right. If it's at a camporee, if it's at a meeting, um, we've done them in Indiana, Ohio. Um, those are lots of fun. Went to a real big deal up in Toledo one time. Oh yeah. Yeah, we went to Camp Mayaconda that year. We stayed there for the weekend. That that Klondike Derby was cool. They gave us our own cabin. Jesse messed with the heater and messed the heat up, so we had to light the gas fireplace or we'd have froze to death. It's always me. <laughs> At blue skies today. That's better than smoky skies, big brother. Man, I'm so stoked. Well, that's a, that's a just long like drive, Jason. That's a long ass drive. <laughs> he says, Oh man, I'm thinking like if I can make it. <laughs> uh, well, what? How long was the drive for? Four or five hours, I think he said. Oh, the really? Treasure Vixen, I mean. Yeah, the Treasure Vixens drove that to Flash Bash. That's true. Uh, the Jersey History Hunters drove nine hours. Wow. That's uh, true. You guys drove 15 hours to Vermont for a weekend. That's true. Uh, two yeah. years ago, I drove the same 15 hours to the Audi. Jason says that's only four and a half hour drive. Oh, she's uh, yeah. What no, kind thank of you, Kent, because you're the one that's helping the vets. Uh, my Equinox 800, uh, Bill. Pans and pans and sluices. And and Dano too. Jesse <laughs> has the Gold Monster 1000. Yes. Try to point to you right there. Use that hand, Ed. Uh, the gold monster. <laughs> yeah, we're we're all taking our detectors. Yep, gonna be hitting them cracks and crevices, and that's gonna do some sniping. Yep, taking my wetsuit, my mask and snorkel. Uh, and gonna be looking in the gut of the stream for some nuggets. I just hope 
old Tutos and Todd hasn't gotten all those in the water. Well, I, I, I'd be so happy to find some of those nuggets like Tutos video today. Hey, Diligence hey, and work, buddy. Diligence and work. I, I know <laughs> this, guys. We're going to find gold regardless. Oh, you're going to find gold regardless. I, I know this. Gold. We're going to have an awesome time meeting the people we talk to. Uh, we we already have a face for most of them. Right. Uh, just meeting them, it's going to be a huge pleasure. Uh, seeing my brother, that almost makes the trip totally worth it all in itself. Um, sorry, Jim. That makes the trip all in itself. Um, but if there's any way we could even pay half of our trip by the gold we find, I'll be more and more extremely happy. Me but too. Regardless, even if I find what, like when we went down south when we're like, uh, really, we do as good as we did down here as we do up there. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I will still, it will be a trip of a lifetime. You know. Yeah. So, all right, Chris. Yeah, we'll do that. We're, we're, we got that chat group together, so we'll, we'll talk. Yeah. Yeah. Have a great one, brother. See you later. Glad you and Caitlin got home well. Take care, Roger James. You have a great day. Yep. Good night, Roger James. All our Aussie friends. Well, it's about that time, gentlemen and lady. Uh, oh, look who just showed up. Run for the hills. Yes, and a special thanks yeah. to Ron. Well, a special thanks to Ron for getting me my new creek critter out to Todd. Yeah, in time. In, in time. time. In time. And that was with, and that was with Ron being injured. He was Thank injured. you very much, Ron. You are totally, totally nuclear. You're, a, you're awesome, brother. There's a reason why you're an LBPA member. You bet. <laughs> any uh, T-Bone wants to know if there's any more auctions. Uh, there might be one on Friday evening. Maybe. Maybe. There was going to be one last weekend, but I canceled it. I just didn't go through with it. But there might be one this Friday evening. Um, so maybe I uh, just hope I, get, I just hope I get to use that sluice while we're down there. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'd be able to somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. I'll bet. Well, I'm sure. All right, I think we should go call it a night. Thank everyone for being here because they are the best. That's right. Fantastic. Yep, they are they are the best chat room on YouTube. That's why we are here, because they are here. Yep. In my personal opinion, they are the best people on YouTube right there. All of you. There you go. I like it. I can get behind this, guys. 
And again, Rose, thanks for the nice show shout out. But uh, next time, I didn't have the heart to say it in ch in comments, but I'll tell you here. Uh, Open line Tuesday is the last weekend of the last Tuesday of the month. What did I say? Did I say first? Uh, you, I think you made it sound like this coming Tuesday was Open Line Tuesday. You know, I did say something about it. Oh, I think I did. Those videos are pre-recorded, so I'm talking to to myself in re real time. Right. You know, we made that video two or three weeks ago, so I think I was probably thinking about the current show, and then we don't release it. So I'll try to work on that. I'll try to, <laughs> I'll try to think about that. Sorry, Ed. Uh, don't be sorry, job, Rose. Keep it up. Excellent it'll job. It'll get better. It'll get easier. Yeah. You'll remember it more often. No. No. Sunday show this Sunday. We are only going to do it the last Sunday of every month. I just okay. don't have time to commit to to more more than that. I just I can't. Well, I'm subscribed. I'll know when it's going to happen. Yeah. Hey, did we miss, we miss the uh, Jersey History Hunters show tonight? Did they have a show tonight? I don't know if they had a show or not. I was kind of busy since my hours day. shifted. I don't get off at 3.30 anymore. I get off at 4.30, and I still have a little over an hour commute. So. I will, Ron. I'll get some video of the critter running. Oh, we will run. If he don't, I will run. Because Jessica yep. might be half crippled after the first two days. And if they don't, I will. <laughs> we'll get him. Put me out of rats and blow me out. Uh, and we we kind of had a joke at Gold Rush days. It's like Jesse. It'd be like, here's a hill, a mountain, and Jesse going, boom, boom, boom. I'll meet you at the bottom. <laughs> It's just getting back up's the hard part. Take your time. Stop. Rest. Yeah, Dano and I told you we'll rest with you. We'll take us. We'll have a safety meeting and some beverage. Uh, hydration time. Right. Chillax. Let you uh, rest that knee, but like you said, it hurt you mostly over the weekend when you were chillaxing too much. If we have to, we'll stick that full between yeah, your I... arms and tie you up and carry you like a wild animal up out of Two balls. Yeah, whoop, 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 coming up the hill with you. Uh, Kent, I'm doing an add-on at a Hicksville school, high school, None. So it's it's a That's good me, hour Jay. from me. So the safety pro should go with you guys. That's that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's the safety yes, coordinator. We'll, we're definitely gonna get that critter on the Yuba somewhere sometime. Oh, definitely. I I have a feeling we'll be working Mother Yuba quite a bit. I so, got different places all up and down it. So, just rig Jesse up to a zip line a couple hours before the hike. 
uh, catch up, right? Yes, it did, Nikki. Thank you very much. And like a lot of you might not, some of you might know, some of you do, I am leaving Patreon. If you would like to consider being a member, uh, it's now available at the website, which is flashinyourpan.com. Uh, just click on the become a member uh, image on the right side. If you do the one on the left side, you're just signing up for a newsletter. Um, so, but that's cool too. <laughs> and it's me that works on all that stuff, this old band. So it's, it's like my channel, it's always evolving. But I see oh, that? a kitty, kitty tr oh. cat trying to tickle. <laughs> Rose's nose. <laughs> oh, you're more than welcome, Nikki. Thank you, hon. All right. Um, it this, is is why, this is why Ed left first, Maga their last. <laughs> Squirrel. I, I, I had someone talk to me. And Squirrel. Someone else. And then I thought briefly about signing out, but after you guys passed me. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> so. That's right, Nikki. Squirrel. Yeah, squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. I'll have to get a flying squirrel that flies across your squirrel. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you very much, Jason Keith. Great seeing you again. I know our trails will cross again. All you brothers and sisters out there, Flash Fam members, thanks for joining us. Next week we have Mad Hatter prospecting. All right. Uh, and collecting. It should be a good time with Justin Preet on. And after that, on the 22nd, we'll be live from the mother load. Bare bones. I mean bare bones. No green screen or nothing like that. It'd just be me and the guys. <laughs> Better bring a wide view camera. <laughs> oh, Nikki, you, you don't want to hear what my CB handle was. <laughs> You're the greatest, Mark. Thank you, brother. Yeah, I don't know if we want to know what your CB handle was. You don't. <laughs> All right, everybody. Good night. God bless. And tell them, may you always have a flash in your pan. And you know what he's going to say next. That's right, because it does happen. Right, Rose? Right. Right, dudes. Jason, maybe yeah, one day too, we'll meet you on the river. Good night yeah, again, everybody. everyone. Have a great week. Stay safe out there. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.
Nikki, Kizan, Ray Rusai, Mr. Lodak, thank you as always, brother. Nikki, always a pleasure. Bill, see ya. Thanks for the questions. And thank you, Kat. Be sure to email me. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>